Because I'm going to lift my hands in this battlefield right. with bullets right. flying, throw up flying, uh, 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 stabbing, cramping pain in my, in my uterus that is like, okay, is something coming up out of me? But I'm going to worship God because he, he is good. Yes. Welcome to another episode of Girl, Can We Talk? You know, our couch talk where we sit around and giggle or when we lay across the bed and talk about that tough stuff. Maybe it's when we chit chat on the phone about how our day went. Yeah, this is that space. It's that time. So sit back, relax and enjoy as we dive into another episode. And by the way, did I mention my name is Cheryl? Yeah, it's me, your girl. So let's get into this. And in this journey, Cheryl, I know what I just said, I'm going to worship God. And, oh, has it been roses? No. I have been mad at God. Can yeah. I just say that? Yeah. Yes, this little Christian girl, whatever you want to call me, I've been mad at God. And you know what, Cheryl? My life, during my life, I've, I've been told that you better not be mad at God. It, it was like, if you're mad at God, the 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 uh, somebody, he's going to strike lightning. The boat's going to come through the top of the car and strike you. Yeah. Have you heard that? Yeah. Yeah, and you're also told don't question God. Oh, th- come on, because I was taught that don't don't you question God. Don't question. And God. the hard thing about that is, if you don't question Him, how will you get the answer? Oh, come on now. How will you find out the solution to your problem if you can't ask Him why? If you can't ask Him what's up? You know what I'm saying? And why do we? make God so untouchable. Mm. We have to be able to touch him. I'm glad you brought up that the topic of your pain. You had to worship in the midst of your pain because I remember when the doctors diagnosed me with fibromyalgia and chronic pain. I I literally thought I was dying like mm. I thought I was dying. And I sat downstairs and I said to the Lord, "If you don't give me a breakthrough, I'm not going to live. Mm. And I was listening to one of Lecrae's songs sitting in a uh, a reclining chair that Marcus had bought that I kind of like took over because <laughs> that was his chair. <laughs> it wasn't my chair. But I took over that mug and I was sitting in that chair and it was probably about two or three in the morning. And I was in so much pain. I couldn't go to bed and I couldn't get out of that chair. And I was just like, I can't live like this guy. Come on. Come on. I can't. I won't live like this. Yes. Yes. You're going to have to help me. And I remember that the pain was so bad. I was like, I just rather die. There you go. Like I would rather give up my life. Yes. Than to live Mm. like this. And I did the same thing. I began to worship God and praise God with that song. going. And I remember it felt like, like. Warmth, peace and warmth peace. just from the top of my head yes, just yes. begin to come down all over my whole entire body and the pain just begin to as the come warmth on, came down on. the pain began to leave out of me you yes. know what I'm saying yes I do and I was just like my God come on you know and from that day my my experience with what I've been going through dealing with pain yes it's just gotten easier. Yes. It's, it isn't gone. Right. But it's dealable. Yes. You understand yes. what I'm saying? I do. And yeah. That that's the thing about God. When we're in pain, instead of running to what the world says, hey, this is gonna fix it. 
that'll fix it. If you do this, it'll fix it. Because right now, if you think about it, boy, everybody got remedies for something. Oh, they, everything. You know okay. what I'm saying? Okay. I mean, if you if you hold this stone in your hand, you're gonna get you're gonna be all right. You know, if you drink this concoction, it's right. gonna make your life better, you know, and the world will always have an answer. Always. But they don't have the solution. Com- God is the only solution to our pain. He's the only solution to our problem. He is the answer. And if we can't question him, how will we find out that he cares enough Mm -hmm. to allow a Shavaz to hear dear woman and see her get up? Yes. Come on. That's the deepness of God. And we choose to allow the superstitions to stop and block us Mm -hmm. from experiencing true relationship. Because if I have a relationship with you, I got to be able to ask you some questions. Uh I got to be able to tell you, hey, I'm not happy with you and I'm not satisfied with your services at this moment. Then that doesn't mean you bad. It just means that I'm not content. Yes. And we got to be able to be like that with Abba. Yes. We got to be able to be like that because let me explain. Let me say something to you, my listener. If God is your father, you get mad at daddy sometimes. Daddy get mad at you too. But there's always got to be that time when you can climb up in his lap and lay your head on his chest and say, why, Mm. daddy, Mm. is this happening to me? Why am I going through this? And he's big enough. Big enough. I mean, you know, like you said a relationship, right? Yes. We're talking, right? Yeah. Active active listening is asking questions, you know, repeating what I said, adding to it, you know. So I don't know where that came from, but sure, I was at this place that I was the why God and I'm mad and I thought that, uh, you know, I thought I was being punished. Let's talk about that. You know, when... You're in pain and you're you're in a situation that you didn't expect. You, I'm going to speak for me. I go through all these court, court wheels and things. Mm. And what did I do? Oh, okay. I must have. Oh, that's what I cut somebody off, you know, when I was right. on the highway. Right. Oh, man. You know what? I didn't forgive so-and-so. You know, oh, man. When I was when I was young, I did that, you know, the little sin. And, and God, now I'm being punished. Yes. And I went through all that. And, and it is, no, it's not. You're not being punished. It was actually, like I said, an invitation to draw closer to God. And I did draw closer to God. It was it was hard. Like I said, I was mad at God. And so I'm like, you know, I'm sitting there. I'm like, God, I'm, I'm just I'm I'm mad at you. And so, in, in a, you know, we ha- have a prayer room in our house and I would go up there and I would pray. But during this time, it was just a particular time I was like, I'm done. God, I, I don't want to pray. I don't I didn't ask you several times, like to mm-hmm. take this away from me. Yeah. And you haven't. And so I'm done. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I love you, but I'm done praying. So I'm not going to climb the the, the baby blue steps, carpeted steps to pray to you. And um, so they went on a couple of, you know, weeks. And I remember dropping Gary off at work and I was in the car and I, I didn't even leave. I just kind of pulled into a parking spot. And I, I, I almost like I, I heard Abba Father say, you know, are you ready now? Like, you know, you're going to talk to me, you know, like what's, what's up. Right. And I just, I, I uttered these words that I've been told not to ever say. And I said it and I was like, God, I am mad at you. I looked nothing. <laughs> hey, now glory. You I was waiting for that light. I was huh? waiting on the, the, the boat to come through the top of the roof. Okay. <laughs> 
and it didn't happen. I'm still here. Right. right? I was like, God, I am mad at you. Mm. And now I felt like God was like, now here we go. Right. Now we can talk. Now we can talk. Right. Because he knew it anyway. Right. And God is a big God. He's big enough to handle me being upset with him. Mm. So he just wanted me to confess that to him. And sure, when I said that, I felt like a huge elephant just got up and walked out the my Honda car. You know what I'm saying? Like that day. And that day was cool. The next day I got up and started praying. And it was like, okay, now we're, now we're back in relationship. Mm-hmm. But I was, you know. And so yeah. those of us that are in pain and we're going through... Tell Abba Father that you're upset. Like let's not let's not coat it with religious yeah. um, cliches and, and 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 break the myth that God is big enough to handle you saying to mm-hmm. Him that I am mad at you and I'm hurt and asking the why. We have a whole book. Hello, somebody. Come on. Can, can we talk about Job? We Come have on. a whole. He has several chapters of why. Now, when you ask the why, don't you be better. Bra- I mean, listen better brace your, answer because better uh, brace yourself. <laughs> Because he said, brace yourself. But you can ask why. You can ask. And think about Paul. When he had the sick, the problem with his eyes, Mm -hmm. he was praying, God, heal my eyes, heal my eyes. And what did he say? Mm -hmm. My grace is sufficient. He sure did. Yes. Come on. Yes. So that that journey of being mad at God and also um, in the season of dealing with pain and, 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 and getting healing, um, family and friends, you know, sometimes when you're in, you, you're dealing with pain or you're dealing with any situation, you, people tend to isolate themselves. Mm-hmm. And so I was in shame. So I, I, there was a, there was just something that I was shamed. I was like, I don't know nobody in our, my circle that was dealing with this. So, you know, I was disappointing people, letting people down. They would say, Shavaz, can you come to an event? And and then I wouldn't tell them and they didn't understand why until one day they found out and I told them and shame just kind of fell off. And they were sitting, and they said this to me, Cheryl, because it's like you need your tribe. Mm. You need your people. They said, Shavaz, we are going to come behind you and undergird you in prayer. I, I could have lost. I could have lost and said, you're going to do what? Like it was no, no condemnation, no shame. Right. It's like all this time I'm hiding this from them. Right. And they're my prayer people. They're my prayer partners. They're my sisters. And they said they're going to come. They're going to undergird me in prayer. One of my mentors, I reached out to her. I said, I, I, I'm just done. I'm depressed. She said, you know, I'm a fast for you. Excuse me. What? <laughs> what, what did you did you say you, you're going to stop eating for me? Right. That, I, you know, it just blew it. It blew me away. So it's like having friends of faith. You know, those that you can reach out to that you can call on. You can call on. You can call. They, they're not going to they're not going to throw shade on you. They're not going to talk about you. They're going to they're going to be a listening ear. They're going to love on you. They're going to allow you to cry. They're yes. going to allow you to be mad, to be you, to be you. Right. And then say, you know what? I'm here it's for you. Be all right. Yeah. And, and that was part of my healing journey, too, with friends to say, you know what? I got you. Right. I got you. That leads me to another scripture. One could put a thousand of flight, but two could put 10,000. Come on. And the enemy wants to isolate us. He wants to. Because it might be 10,000 coming against us. Yes. Not come that on. thousand. Come on. It might be 10,000. Mm-hmm. We might have darts hitting us on every angle. And we trying to hold this fork down mm-hmm. by ourselves. Okay. Listen. That's real. 
I heard someone say, if you want to go, if you want to go fast, go alone. But if you want to go far, go with the group, go with the team. And so what you just said, there's like, we don't have to go on this life alone. And I know people, you know, have de dealt with betrayal and can't trust people. I'm not talking about shysty people. You know, I'm not talking about shady people. Right. I'm talking about true people that got your back. Right. You know, that, that you know, you could tell them anything and they won't judge you. Right. They will love you through right. it. And I, I needed that. And so it wasn't just Gary anymore. It was now this whole tribe. And so when I was around them, it was like, wow. I'm gonna be all right. I'm gonna be all right. Right. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. That's good. I think that's that's important because you know in to, in society today, especially during this COVID thing, everybody has been isolated. Mm -hmm. Yes. Everybody has been being hit on every angle. People are losing their loved ones, their jobs, their homes. They're lively. Everything is coming at them from every single angle. Yeah. And we've been apart for so long. Yeah. I mean, yes, we can FaceTime and yes, we can talk on the phone, but it's something about coming together. It is. You know what Come I'm on, saying? Yes. It's something about yeah. being able to reach out and touch somebody right. and tell them, hey, I'm with you on this. It's going to be okay. Yeah. Right. It's good to hear it. But when I can feel it, mm -hmm. then I really, really know, you know, that was the good thing about when Vic, when Thurman Mitchell was alive and we would all come oh. to church, no matter what was going on, when we came together come in that on. building, it was always like, it's going to be <laughs> <Yeah>. all right. <laughs> yeah. It was always a fresh word yes. from heaven come being on, spoken mm. that let us know Dude, no matter what's going on, no matter how many trials and tribulations you're facing, God's going to yes. see you through. And we're here together Heather. with you. And I want my listeners to understand and comprehend this. Even though you're listening to our voice, we are here yes. for yes. you. Yes. Shavaz's ministry is about helping women. This yes. podcast, it's about helping women. Women, yeah. women, they are the ones who tend to the children. Mm -hmm. They're the makers of the home. You know, we uplift our spouses. We gather our children together and we strengthen them. But we have got to heal ourselves mm -hmm. so that we can heal mm -hmm. our communities. Because like I say in every, every episode, our children are dying in these streets. Mm -hmm. They're being murdered at the hand of the police, at the hand of their brothers, their sisters, their aunties and uncles. We killing each other at the same rate yes. that the police are killing us. But if we don't stop what we doing... And take the time to get ourselves together so that we can reach out and touch our community, then everything we doing is in vain. Mm -hmm. But I don't know about you. I'm not going to live my life sheltered anymore. I'm not going to live my life in the closet thinking I'm here by myself. Come I'm on. not going to live my life in the position of not utilizing what God has given me to reach out and touch you, my listener, because like I always say, I need you. We need, we need you. you. Yes. Our children, they need you. Mm -hmm. And the world, again, is not waiting on the next greatest thing. It's waiting on you. So I'm extending this opportunity to you to get it 
Come on, get it together. Let's do this. Let's be the light. Let's be the change. Let's impact our communities. Let's impact ourselves and our homes so that we can see our children go to the next level. The next generation rise up and be a generation of righteous people. We got to change the narrative and we can only do it with one person at a time. So thank you, Shavaz, for coming in thank and you, giving Cheryl. us our, your testimony, yes. our testimony. <laughs> thank you. Yes, I thank really, you. really, really appreciate you. Mm-hmm. I appreciate what you have allowed God to use you to put together, because I'm sure there's some woman that's going to listen to this mm-hmm. and be able to relate. So tell everybody how they can get that book. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Well, it is on uh, Amazon, Barnes & Noble. You know, they can check it out there. Dear woman, get well letters of hope. Okay. Yes. That's written by Shavaz (laughs) Bikes. Yes. (laughs) So I need you guys to get that book and read it because guess what? It's going to help you make it through. Her testimony is what helped her overcome. Mm -hmm with the blood. So read that testimony so you can overcome. Mm. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Girl, Can We Talk? This is season two, and it's all about you. Talk to you later. I love you. Bye. I'd like to take this time to thank everyone who has helped bring this about. First, Marcus Williams, Garvaz Creative, Charmel Cofield, and Justice West. My special guests, but mostly you, my listeners. So until next time, stay true, stay you, stay woman.